0: Welcome to The Sacred Life in the Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm Shan Vanderleek, founder of TransformationGoddess.com. Every month I share transformational conversations with women who've learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of reclaiming their feminine sovereignty. Women all over the world are rising up to have their voices heard. And I invite you to do the same. Today it's my honor and pleasure to introduce you to my friend, Mal Duane. Mal has triumphed over devastating life challenges to become an alpha chick extraordinaire. She's deeply involved with helping women discover and use their connection to divine power. Mal lives with her English Jack Russell Terrier, Hannah, in Framingham, Massachusetts, where she works, writes, speaks, and supports women to be the best they can be. In her new book, Broken Open, Embracing heartache and betrayal as gateways to unconditional love. She takes you on a journey of heartbreak and breathtaking recovery. This goddess shines. Welcome, Mal. It's wonderful to be here with you today, girl. I'm so glad that you said yes. I know your schedule is super busy with your book promotion and all you have going on. And I thought, Shan, if I don't ask Mal to do this now, it'll be. July before we talk on the podcast, so I'm glad we were able to pull this off. Me too. How did you find the courage to share your deepest betrayal in your new book, Broken Open?
1: Shan, it was a journey which opened me up to huge lessons that I needed to learn, but In that process of learning them, I realized it was something that women needed to learn. And that inspired me to write about the lessons.
0: And what lessons they've been. Watching you move through all of this, right through to this point of publishing this book, has been something else. You know, before we started recording today, I was telling you how inspired I am by your courage and how you have transcended the, okay, yes, this happened but now how many other people can I help by sharing this story and by sharing what's transpired since
1: then? A lot of growth, a lot of self-inquiry, a lot of reflection, and understanding uh, that I could assume anything I wanted in this process, but that didn't mean I knew anything. I had to deal with facts. Yeah actual experiences, evaluating those, putting the pieces together that I knew what actually was real, and then putting that all together formulated for me a big picture of how women live in relationship with significant others and how much we give up in that relationship A lot of it is our our self-worth, our voice, our authenticity. And I found that heartbreaking. You said
0: that the wounds we take in battles of love are the most profound tools for healing we will ever receive.
1: Why do you find that to be true? Because pain is the greatest motivator. For change. And I think for women, sadly, we have to experience great pain before we'll take a deep look at ourselves and what we can do to get ourselves out of that pain. I saw many women as I went to support groups and interviewed women to start to collect data about the process of of being broken open and heartbreak and betrayal that they lived with this pain so long that it became it became their identity. They didn't know how to let go of it. And the key is to have that pain inspire you to say, wait a minute, this isn't right. This is not how it's supposed to be. This is not how I'm supposed to be living. I'm meant to experience joy and happiness. And how do I reclaim that Hmm. and start to look for the lesson?
0: Tell us a little bit about what happened in your experience that led you to being broken open.
1: I was married to a man that I, I and I believe he was my soulmate. We shared so much and we shared deep spirituality and then one day i was absolutely blindsided by an unthinkable betrayal a massive disgusting violation to our marriage to the sacred bond we had made at the time when i i i made a discovered what had happened I didn't just fly off the handle and say, well, that's it and I'm done. I I sat back and I started to use all the tools that I had in place that I've been working with for years. And I started to look at how can I understand this? How can I understand what he's thinking or doing or going through emotionally? What am I going through? I tried to work with it on a conscious level. And I took many different approaches to work with him to see how we could improve the situation. Ultimately, I never got the accountability or the honesty that I needed for me to stay in the relationship and to be able to live in trust and without fear. Therefore, I had I ran out of options. And I had to... I had no other choice but to end my marriage.
0: And it's just so, so sad when you had so much love, like you said, that soul connection. Yes. And just how, how incredibly confusing. And to discover that there was this entire part of him that you
1: had no idea existed. No. And it had gone on for quite some time. And that was alarming. And to me, how did I miss that? How was I unconscious? And that inspired the path of really looking deeply at me. Mm -hmm. And one of the key lessons I realized right out early on in the whole process, lesson number one, was that somebody else's unconscious behavior has nothing to do with me it is a void in them. It is something that I can't fix. I can't control. I can't change. I can only look at them and say, that's their behavior. They're going to have to deal with that. It's beyond my capacity to do anything with that. I can only work with what I've got, what I can think, what I'm going to perceive and what I'm going to do
0: setting new boundaries, doing this deep inner work, writing this yeah. fantastic book. Let's talk about what you hope your readers are going to take away from the experience of reading Broken Open.
1: After meeting so many women that have been in pain for so long and and, and have become almost attached to it, it has become part of their identity, their story, and they keep telling the same story, which includes the heartbreak and and all of that, I want them to realize there is a path to healing and there is a process and a way to create a new story. You need to feel what happens. I'm not saying dismiss it by any means. You need to process the pain. But there is a point in time that once you have processed it, you need to start to look at how do I now reclaim happiness? How do I reclaim self-love? How do I move forward in my life? When women love deeply, they they lean into the experience. They give it their all. I think women are warriors. They're gladiators. They they step in that arena of love. They they play hard, they get knocked down and maybe they don't win the battle. But by God, they're a hero. They showed up and they did it. Right. For me, a broken heart is a badge of courage. It doesn't mean I'm less than, that I'm a loser, that I didn't do something right. And women need to reframe that. Understand that that, that broken heart is is showing that they're willing to, to give and be vulnerable. It, it doesn't mean that they in any ways have compromised their value.
0: Right. None at all. None. I like to, one of the things that I think I've said most often in the last couple of years is your old story is not the only story. Because that to me is an awakening in itself. That Oh, you know what? That's right. Yes, these things happen. This is a chapter. This is a space and time. But this doesn't represent me, all of me. This is an experience. And how do I want the next chapter to play out? And often I've found I get tired of my own shit. Like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. I, I need to let this go. <laughs> I'm tired of it. And so that's where that phrase came from. And as I was listening to you, I was thinking of that. Yes, yes, your old story is not the only story. You can heal. You can bloom. You can grow.
1: And I love that, Shan. But unfortunately, women have a tendency to cling to their pain rather than letting it go. Yep. They have a very hard time with it. And so that's what I'm hoping the book will take them through the process of looking at themselves. Don't look to somebody else to heal you. They can't. As women, we say, well, if he if he will do this it will make me feel better. No, that's not really what's going to happen. You need to make yourself feel better. Right. You need to work on yourself and find a way to process what has happened, feel it, allow it, and now work on understanding that there is this lesson that is, is meant to help you grow and expand.
0: And since you've experienced this and have really been working through the lesson, and doing your inner work, how are you now choreographing
1: your life? I am in such a wonderful place of wholeness because I took the time to work on, do that inner work so that I could heal. And I'm at a place now of unconditional love for my ex-husband, and I have forgiven him completely. And that's true healing, when you can forgive. And forgiveness is not about condoning somebody else's behavior or letting them off the hook. The forgiveness was cutting the energetic cords that materialize in a situation like this when, you're, when your trust has been broken. Just awful, awful energetic ties to another person are created from that experience. And it's cutting those ties and releasing them so that both of us can heal. Right. He's in his healing process and he's still in it. It's funny, Sean, I sent him the dedication to the book and I dedicated the book to him.
0: I love that you did that.
1: I feel he's been my greatest teacher. He's the human being that has caused me the most pain, but he's that in itself has been my greatest teacher it has inspired me to look deeper at myself to look at the unhealed parts of me to uncover my old love story that needed to you know be looked at reframed and updated you know looking at mm. at, at love through old lenses that were created when i was a child so it has inspired great work that has brought me to a place today of such unconditional love for myself and I live my life now in such a state of peace and gratitude that I'm not triggered by the senseless things that once used to whip me around and take over Mm -hmm. they're pretty much gone yeah what a
0: blessing what a blessing
1: very few things upset me any longer
0: how are you practicing embodying your feminine sovereignty?
1: I do it through a lot of self care nurture, uh, being in sacred community with other women. I love doing retreats where I take a day and just be in a sacred circle with like minded souls uh, and I have found that to be so rewarding and refreshing, and it also just helps me to continue to reframe my thinking, to uh, expand that um, consciousness of, of, of connection and love for fellow human beings. It, it just opens me up more on a daily basis
0: Mm, without question when women circle up we can heal ourselves and and heal the world with without question
1: very powerful very very powerful
0: what comes up in your heart when i say that the time has come for women to reclaim their voice and speak their truth
1: Tears in my eyes. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. It, it's a very emotional topic for me. I see it happening. I see women dusting themselves off and realizing there is a better path ahead of them, but they must take the first step to get onto the path. No, and no one's going to push them on there. They need to make a conscious choice that this is what they want for themselves. The opportunity is there. It is presenting itself in glaring lights. It's time for women to do this. And for the first time
0: in my lifetime, there's all kinds of role models for us, stepping up, shouting out, find the courage, finding the courage to come forward like you have, like so many who have said, boy, there's just no way I cannot share this truth. There is no way I cannot create a new boundary, reclaim my voice. It's just incredibly powerful. And I agree, it just brings up all kinds of emotions, just thinking
1: about it. The thing that moves me the most right now is women owning who they are. And that means owning the story. Yeah. Even the painful one. And taking responsibility for it. Saying, you know, hey, this happened to me. It's not pretty, it's messy, it's ugly, it was painful. But I'm I'm doing something about it. Yeah. I'm looking at it and I'm saying, whoa. I'm not going to stay in this darkness. I am going to figure my way out of this. Shan, it is not about the crucifixion. It is about the resurrection. And that is what we are seeing in women today. They are putting down their crosses. That is so powerful.
0: I just got chills. Because the shame
1: we've been carrying oh, has been our cross. Oh, Yes. For something that happened to us that we were not able to process or digest or even think about. And now we are like, guess what? It doesn't <laughs> matter anymore. It yeah. doesn't define who I am. I am leaving that cross behind and I am rising up to help others get up.
0: Yes. Aho. How does your work as a coach, entrepreneur, as a best-selling author, support the feminine
1: experience? Simply, my mission is to help women get back up from those unexpected catastrophes that happen and to help them reclaim their self-worth and realize this is this is a classroom we're in. These are lessons. It's not about punishment or being deserving of less. It is simply a lesson we need to learn from and to get up and to rise. And when we learn from that lesson, then we can go out and serve others who are experiencing the same thing and help them get up. Yes. It's a collaborative effort. Women are no longer competing against one another. They're joining hands and they're collaborating. We're in a movement.
0: Yes, we are. And powerful beyond measure.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Without a doubt. Oh my gosh, Mel, it's been such a pleasure talking with you today about your new book, about your life experiences, about how you've bloomed and, and broken open. If there's anything that you'd like to share with us before we move on with our
1: day, I'd love for you to to share it now. I would love women to understand that there is nothing that can happen to them that in any way can diminish their worth as a divine feminine being. Nothing. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you, Mel. Thank you, Shan. I love connecting with you.
0: That was Mel Duane, author of Broken Open, Embracing Heartache and Betrayal as Gateways to Unconditional Love. Get your copy of Broken Open at brokenopen-book.com. Thanks for listening to This Sacred Life and the Divine Feminine Spotlight. Visit TransformationGoddess.com to claim our album of guided relaxations for women who do too much. And while you're there, check out our latest articles, book reviews, and resources for your goddess journey.